All right, we're back for part two of our best of 2013 podcast. Here we go. My name is Kevin. I'm Nick. I'm Jared. Yeah, and uh, we already did about an hour and a half on our first one, so you guys should go, should go check that out. We did uh, best mini series, best new series, uh, best artist. And, uh, yeah, go check that out. Find out who won. All kinds of good stuff. All kinds of good stuff. And we're going to start out this week with, uh, or this episode with best reprint. Uh, We're actually starting out with a top ten list from the beginning on this one. So Not a lot of reprints that we liked. Yeah, well, that's not true. There are a lot of great reprints, but these are, it's easier Um, to pick out the best. Did we not have? Uh Uh-oh, we're already missing some. No, we're fine. Uh, (laughs) So those top ten are Adventures of Joe Dell, Batman Noir, Eduardo Riso, The Best of Milligan and McCarthy, Last of the Mohicans, Lost Art of Matt Baker, Volume 1, The Complete Canteen Kate, One Trick Ripoff and Deep Cuts by Paul Pope, Solo, The Deluxe Edition, uh, The Donald Duck, Carl Barks Collections, Taint the Meat, It's the Humanity and Other Stories, uh, mostly Jack Davis EC stuff, and Bone the Great Cow Race, Artist Edition by Jeff Smith. I already got a top three. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I do too, so uh, let's let's start cutting. I'm going to go first. We're going to go clockwork. And I'm going to say, um, oh, oh boy. See, okay. it's actually a little uh, bat, uh, Batman Noir, Ed, Eduardo Riso. Uh, this is a collection of Eduardo Riso's Batman stuff, all reprinted uh, in black, black and white. white. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's cool, but it just does great make, stuff in here. It's got that Flashpoint Batman thing. Which, which is, is the only good thing from Flashpoint. Yeah. yeah. And it's got Dark City and a couple shorts he did, I think, in black, Batman Black and White. Yeah. It's cool. It just doesn't make the, the list for me. Not the top three. Nope. Batman. Uh-huh. Jared? Um, Let's see. Hmm. Uh, Mine might be uh, the best of Millen McCarthy because this is, like, amazing stuff. Um, It's a lot of it's been out of print for a while, but it's, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it's up in my top, but I understand if it doesn't make it. Yeah, it's it's not in my top three, but it's definitely incredible. Yes, maybe not in a, a new enough format or some way. You know what I mean? Like, I'm... For some of these, I expect something deluxe, and this was just a nice hardcover. It was a nice but, big hardcover, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of the stuff they did before. I think most people would know them as working on um, Shade the Changing Man together. Yep. McCarthy was the cover artist for a that. A lot of stuff around that time. Yeah. Just and just uh, is impossible to all, get. Yeah, so. it's all great. Uh, cool. Nick? I am going to go with The Lost Art of Matt Baker. All right. Because I... Did not read it. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't read it either. Great, uh, yeah, it's I, a great job reprinting it, and they're really fun. It's all like uh, Korean War era stuff, where this canteen Kate, she just works at the canteen on the base, and just it's full of hijinks and military jokes and stuff. It's amazing print job. So check it out, Matt Baker's amazing print job, folks. Really, really great artist too. So he's like one of the few African Americans to work in comics back then, or not one of the first. And all right, great. I'm going to go with the uh, Carl Barks Donald Duck collections. Just wow. because uh, madness, I, yeah. I, I feel like we've covered it before, and they were great. You know, it, it was in there last year. They're still great, but there's, there's some yeah. new exciting stuff this year. So, all right, um, crazy. Just cut off code marks. All right, how about as me? Is it? Nope, it's Jared. Nope. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna actually say the solo deluxe edition, although it has no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. That's definitely in my top. Really, three. it's in my top three as well. All right, my, maybe my top one. Um, it's incredible. Everything in there is great. <laughs> yeah, and it's really hard to find these days. Hmm. Let's see what. Um, uh, I'm gonna be crazy and say one trick rip off and deep cuts by my boy Paul Pope. I'm fine with that. Uh, I'm fine with that. It's not in my it's top three. I love amazing, the- and it's in color for a lot of it. Um. I didn't yeah. love the coloring, actually. Yeah, but 
but it's still cool. And there's yeah. uh, and s- some of his Japanese stuff that hadn't been in print was yeah, in there, and that oh, was very cool. So good, but yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with Last of the Mohicans. Um, it's pretty awesome, but it's just too insane. I think maybe just, <laughs> just like uh, so. I've got a weird thing. I wouldn't read it again. I have a weird right. thing with this. So Last of the Mohicans we have on best reprint, and then we have Strange Tale of Panorama Island on um best graphic novel oh, that should probably be on here Whoops. and that should be under best reprint we we're gonna up. move it over we're gonna move it over all, all right. right that just readjusted my list <laughs> so um, just readjusted my top three as well yeah but i can see last of the mohicans uh coming off yeah, it's, so it's great it's it's Shigeru, it's a very absurdist Ura, it's just like his like what like cartoonish take on the last of mohicans yeah filtered it's through it's like political commentary and, too yeah. and there's and it's it, the all the info in the back is great too but yeah um i can see that coming off all right so uh i'm gonna say bone the great cow race artist edition by jeff smith uh all the artist editions that came out this year were awesome this one was kind of a standout it was just so right. cool like these things are full-size pages of the original art from these comic books and uh it was just it's very cool to see jeff smith's stuff huge it just you know we're, we're yeah. getting down to the nitty-gritty here and it just doesn't make it for me yeah all right, so what have we got left? Adventures of Jodell, Solo Deluxe Edition, Strange Tales of Panorama Island, and Taint the Meat, It's Humanity. Those so that's just four. four. So oh, we just boy. need to get to a top three. Um, so This is tough. Honestly, I'm going to say Taint the Meat. Um, this is from the EC Comics reprints of all their 40s and 50s era like horror and sci-fi stuff. Um, they're really nice hardcovers. Um, they're done in black and white. You can really see the art really well. And these are just amazing classic stories that everyone knows, like you know, Tales from the Crypt and all that. Um, it's my num- it's my number four. Yeah, that's what it is. Like <laughs> of all these, I feel like the others have crazier presentations. Or yeah, I, I'm okay with that. So is that our top three? I think so. I'm fine with it. I mean, I was that was in my top three, but the other two made it, so that's all right. I think it was in your top three, but you knew I would not let Adventures of Joe Del go. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, really? No, that would have been my top three. <clears throat> all right, so our top three are Adventures of Joe Del. Uh, this is written by Pierre Bartier, but the real the real reason you get this is for the art by uh, Guy Pilart, and uh, uh, it's just amazing. He was a, a huge influence on sort of uh, pop art and album art and stuff in the late 60s and 70s. Basically pop art in comic form. Yeah, yep. and it's just, it's an insane story. It's beautiful. The colors are amazing. The, the huge. The reprint job was fantastic, and it belongs in our top three. The second half of it's all like a book about him and his art and stuff. It's just as a package, it's fantastic. Um, and Solo, the deluxe edition, uh, D- DC did a series called Solo where they let a bunch of artists uh, like tackle their characters and uh, there were a bunch of amazing people in here. To me, the standouts were the Paul Pope issue, the Darwin Cook issue, and the Mike Allred issue were all really fantastic. But, but like there's a ton of other Brennan people. Brennan McCarthy, Jordy Bernay, just like the Brennan McCarthy awesome. stuff is yeah. so funny. It's so like weird. it's like a parody of Vertigo stuff. Yeah. And there's uh-huh. like a guy with a holy hand grenade. It's so funny. <laughs> and uh, and then, but Strange Tale of Panor- Panorama Island by Suhiro Maruo yeah. is just uh, a really crazy, crazy story. And just the best art some the, of the best art yeah uh not much of his stuff is in print uh he had a thing called uh, mr arashi's amazing freak show that's incredible and there's a really terrible pixelated reprinting of his book infernal gash Ugh. but uh it's it's so nice to see his stuff uh being made available again it's such a great art also an amazing translation by yep. um ryan sands and for me that's my number one i think yeah. so too yeah of this list all right so yeah. our top three adventures of joe Dell. Solo the Deluxe Edition and Strange Tale of Panorama Island with Strange Tale, 
Tale of Panorama. <laughs> Strange Tale of Panorama. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, taking it home. Uh, and it's, it deserves it. Yeah. It's for sure. Uh, Joe Dell is great, too. Um, yeah. I, Everything on this list. I was super excited to see out. it come out, but I had the edition from the 60s already. Oh, really? So yeah. Yeah. That's what, yeah. All the extra stuff is always nice to see something like that. All right. Um, cool. I'm like, oh, this one's not going to be so bad, but then I'm looking at this. Um, graphic list. novel list from, yeah. from later and it's we'll gonna be get nice. to that one don't worry all right up next we've got best ongoing series so this is just uh any any series that basically was an ongoing that was running at the beginning of the year and either ran through the year or finished up either way uh yeah. just as long as it was already going when the year started some of these overlap with our best new series uh do they yeah that's okay quite a few wait oh, is that right. true yeah yeah that's all right though that should wait. be the case because we have ff on here which oh, is on ff should not be on here so we're going to just leave it in right. best new. Uh, also, we have, uh, sex, we have a lot on here. Sex, sex, criminals. sex, sex, criminals, superior foes, Spider-Man, superior Spider-Man are all <laughs> crossovers. Young Avengers. Okay. So all those are gone. Okay. So the list Anything is. Else? <clears throat> no, I think that's right. The list is all new X-Men, American Vampire, Batman Incorporated. Uh, is Captain America new this year? Uh, no, yeah, I think we it, didn't have it on best news. I think it squeaked in at the end of last year. Remember, might they, they rushed a lot out at December. So okay. Thanks, uh, Copra, Daredevil, Fatal, Hawkeye, Hellboy in Hell, Lose. Hellboy in Hell should have been in best miniseries. Lose. It's not over. It's ongoing, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Mind Management, Profit, Saga, Wonder Woman, and X-Men Legacy. All right. So let's start cutting. Nick, you go first this time. Um, Let's see here. I'm going to cut one of my favorites. X-Men Legacy. Which is X-Men Legacy. Wow. <laughs> which is psychic power. <sighs> Maybe. No, no. Do you want to leave it? He's only not doing it now because I said that. No, <laughs> just because I was just looking at the rest of this list. Yeah. <laughs> well, is there something else you want to start um, with? No, that's fine. I'll go with X-Men Legacy because I know you guys haven't read it. So. Um, but it's good. It's uh, about Legion, who's like Professor X's son. But it's the most... Kind of uh, surreal. <laughs> surreal. What's the word I'm looking for? Irreverent yeah. uh, Marvel comic, and it's even more so than than FF and Young Avengers. It's got like its own kind of crazy reality st- storytelling yeah. style, and it's really fun. It's very British, which is really weird, uh, but it's good. It's I love it. It's uh, Simon Spurrier and Tang and Hot. Cool. Well, it's coming off. Uh, all right, mine is gonna be um, who boy. Um, <laughs> there's some stuff on here I didn't read. I'm going to say Hellboy in Hell. I think Hellboy in Hell is interesting, but for me, yeah. it's, not, it's not making it on the top ten. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you don't know what Hellboy is. Yeah. It's, it's great because Mignola is back drawing his own comic nice. again, but it's still awesome yeah. Hellboy. But All right. For me. Oh, man. We only have three more to take off to get to our top ten. I know. That's the hard part. Uh, Nick, can I slide Captain America off? I, I think Captain America doesn't go in the top oh, ten here. so good. I know. I don't know. Man. Wait, wait, wait. How about this? American Vampire just because so few came out this year. Yeah. and I, I don't know if that's I, a good I, reason. No, I know, I, but the thing is, it's, uh, I don't know. I didn't read There weren't a lot of issues of Saga of this last year either. I didn't read any of yeah, American. There were. there were like six or seven. They're I didn't read any great. American Vampire. So. We'll do yeah, American I, Vampire. <laughs> I think American Vampire comes <laughs> off. Yeah. Besides the fact that it's currently not ongoing. <laughs> yeah. It's coming uh, it's, Yeah, eventually. Um... Who's next? Me? Yep. I am going to go with... Man, how many more do we have to take off? Two more. Um, oh, I just thought of a good one. Where was it? <laughs> Hawkeye. <laughs> what? You're insane. You are crazy. Here's the thing with Hawkeye. It really disappointed me this year. Really? First of all, there's only been two issues in the last five months. 
Um, yeah. And, yeah, but think and of then, the stuff two, that came out. The first six were, of the, the beginning of And the those year. two issues were recapping a lot of stuff that's already happened. Well, I, no. I don't think recapping nope. is the right word for that. Nope. No. That's, yeah, they're telling no, the same they from a different co- perspective. You're crazy. I yeah. feel like the story hasn't moved in a really long time. But that's the point of the story at anyway, the moment. <laughs> try again. And also there were six issues before those two issues. <laughs> Kevin and yeah, I think you should wrong. try again. Uh, all right. I'll try again. <laughs> I'm going to go. Like the, the all new annual was this year. That's fine. Yeah, no, it was great. Yeah, the <laughs> there's some great stuff. Pizza the pizza dog issue was this year. The one yeah. with the flood was this I'm year. I'm just saying overall, there's. I feel I have this like kind of warm feeling, on, lukewarm feeling on it. I'm just kind of like, so. well, you're gonna be real sad when it makes it into the top three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which one did you say? Uh, all new X Men, uh, which is great, but. I've actually been marginally disappointed with some of that this year. Oh, uh, I think it's been consistently really good. It's just that the Battle of the Atom Battle kind of, the Adam, of uh, yeah. Yeah. was the thing. Kind of wasn't great, and it kind of threw everything off for me. It's a problem with um, crossovers, but it's yeah. still good. It's still really good. So we have one more to take off to get out, to get into the top ten here, yep. and that's you, Kevin. Um, oh boy, yeah, no, right. Uh, this would it be weird if I said Wonder Woman? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, oh, I I got one. I see. Nick has a bunch of superhero stuff on here that he's going to fight for. Well, <laughs> not really. What um, do you think Batman Incorporated. I don't know if that belongs on here. I think that, that might be the one because it tied it all up, but it's kind of rushed in some. And way. then there were a couple weird issues at the end. Yeah, so it's a little dodgy. Uh, there's like yeah, right before the last few issues, there was a, like a fill-in issue. Yeah, so um, I think, but it had like you know it had the death of Damien, which was pretty dramatic, and yeah, um, and it's over. So. Yeah, and uh, no, it it definitely was good. Okay, so our top ten is Captain America, Copra, Daredevil, Fatal, Hawkeye, Lose, Mind Management, Prophet, Saga, and Wonder Woman. That's a great list. Yep, that's a good. Um, list. All right, so then we start cutting the ten. We got to get down to three. All right, let's do it. Was it me? Who's next? It's you. Next. Oh boy, it's uh, it's going to be up to you to cut Fatal at some point. <laughs> me? Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it's not making it into the top three. Um, yeah, I, I haven't read enough of it. Well, I'm sure it's great. That's so good. Did you guys? Ah, whatever. <laughs> All right, you're out with you later. How about Wonder Woman? Hmm. What do you think, Nick? Is it your top three? Let me look at this list real quick. Yeah, because I can see stuff that's like my number seven or number six, but it isn't my top three. So it's I, not my top three. I might be, but I'm like, on I'm it, like four issues behind or something. So yeah. I can't really speak to it. It did lose me at one point, and that's why I got behind. But uh, maybe it doesn't make it into my top. Yeah, three. Uh, but it's just, great. So I'm skipping ahead on that one. It's probably higher ranked than, but it's still top ten. It's so. probably the best DC book coming out. Still, it's probably yeah. my number four book. Um, I really yeah. like Swamp Thing at the moment too. Swamp Thing is great. Yeah. Uh, I'm I not have Swamp Thing on here. I like. Uh, Do you want to add Swamp Thing real quick? No, we'll just <laughs> no, add and take because, it off. Uh, yeah, because I don't think it was good enough for <laughs> yeah. the whole year for one. But yeah. it's great though. Yeah. It is now, and uh, well, yeah, I don't love the artist right now. But anyway. Um, so Nick, is that you? Is that me? Yeah. I am going to go with Copra. Is that okay with guys? Uh, yeah. It's Michael Fife's book, written and drawn, and puts it out monthly, all on his own. He's crazy. Um, it's like Suicide and, uh, Squad on steroids. On a side note, he's soon to be writing uh, Ultimates. Yep. Which is yeah, pretty, which is awesome. Pretty crazy. So good. Copra's not making it in the top three, you guys? I don't think so. I don't know. I no. I like it a lot. I do, too. I, yeah. I don't... I don't love it. Jared, are you keeping a list of the top ten? Yep. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to say, do we take Fatal off yet? I guess that's not up to me to take Fatal off. So here's the weird thing. So Fatal and Captain America both don't make it in for me. But it's but I haven't read the like a lot of the issues that came out this year of both of those. So I don't yeah. know. Um, 
Poof. Loses. Uh, I don't know, man. How many do we have left here? <laughs> is Lose really eight, an think, ongoing four, series, five, six, though? Six, seven, just kind of yeah, there were two five. issues this year. Did two this year. Um, yep. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, that's a lot. Um, uh, we're talking top three. See, I'm also not caught up on mind management, so I'm not sure. Yeah. But does, <laughs> I don't know if mind, manage, uh, mind management is going to make it into the top three. Well, there you um, go. Yeah, it might not be in my top three, but yeah. it's, it's really close. <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys right now. My top three is Saga, Hawkeye, and Daredevil. Mm. Uh, one of those is in my top three. Oh, no. Yeah, no. My top three right now are Daredevil, Prophet, and Captain America. Wow. Captain America is so good. <laughs> you guys need to read it. Yeah. Yeah, I, only re- I read like the first five or six or something. Wow. It's not like 15, though, it's right? It's a great, <laughs> crazy story, yeah. It's like the most Kirby thing. I don't know. It's fun. All right. I think we're going to lose, lose. Uh, it's <laughs> it's great. Uh, Michael DeForge is awesome. Lose is great. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just. It's not so much a series. It's I feel like it's, it's like a series it's of one shots. Titles, it's but, like yeah. calling like Optic Nerve best series of the year or something like that. If you put out yeah. two a year, I might call it best. <laughs> um, best I don't think Mind Management's going to make it in, into any of our top threes. Yeah. No, if you guys don't know what Mind Management it's about uh, it's kind of an organization of. Uh, People with mental powers of different sorts, but they're very interesting mental powers. Um, there's like one where like uh, somebody has the mental power to make things look like what something else, where they hide each other by making the storefront look like something that nobody wants to go into and stuff. Like yeah, that. it's, it's a crazy, but and there's so much like secret stuff going on around all the yeah. pages and stuff. Uh, here's the situation right now. I believe it is up to Jared to pick between Prophet and Saga. Oh boy, I gotta pick Saga. Fool. Yeah, sorry. Which makes I I'm just I'm guessing here, yeah. but that makes our top three: Saga, Hawkeye, and Daredevil. Yeah, is that what it I'll, is? I'll take out my own Fatal. Like uh, I'm taking out Fatal. Yeah, so then we got Daredevil, Hawkeye, and Saga. Yep. I feel pretty good about that. I'm fine with it. Yep. All right. I, I wouldn't but have Hawkeye what? in there, but but now what? But now, so wait, what was our top three? Daredevil, Hawkeye, and Saga. Yeah. Oh, one of my top three made it in there. That's all right. Yeah, I. I love Daredevil. Really? I love Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil is great. It's great. Yeah. It's brought one of my favorite favorite uh, superhero things. I love Saga. Yeah. I love Hawkeye. Yeah. I think Nick is really off base on Hawkeye. I don't really yeah. super love Saga either. I just I just I read it. the I mean, last good. five issues today, and I yeah. was, like, yeah. loving it. It's good. It's um, kind of in the same place it was six issues ago, but oh, whatever. Fine. <laughs> Yeah, there's been some interesting stuff. In but the yeah, but there's been some good stuff in between. The the reporters and stuff were pretty interesting. I think to yeah. me, to me, I mean, Nick is not going to agree with this at all. But yeah. I think I think Hawkeye has had some of the most interesting stuff in comics like this year. Yeah. I think there's been. I I thought the uh, I like the Polito annual was great. It was really good. I thought the Pizza Dog issue that was all from his point of view was really fantastic. The Superstorm Sandy issue. Yep, I thought that was great. I thought the the issues that were from the point of views of all the different female characters were really good yeah. and i see how nick is saying it's like all yeah, taking place in the same spot it's been... but it's not crappy like the last season of how i met your mother <laughs> <laughs> it's like good because it's like it's it's doing interesting things yeah i'm gonna go with that sure yeah uh, I think that's yeah I, I don't know i feel like daredevil is probably a little better to me i feel daredevil is the one that's most consistently like always great and always coming out on time <laughs> yeah and I, and I love samney and wade working together they do great stuff I, d- I don't know though just because of like a combo of things and uh, all the different artists that have done great things with it uh, yeah. hawkeye is the one for me all right so. yeah, all right, I think all right. So our top three daredevil 
Hawkeye saga with Hawkeye being our number one ongoing series. Yep, yep. Actually, like profit more than all of those. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes things lose out because people are just not caught up on them, and it just That's happens. True. You gotta, you gotta, you know, you know it's all personal lists yeah. as well. So, and when you see our crazy graphic novels list, you understand why we're not caught up on every title. Yeah, yeah it's gonna go pretty nuts in a minute. We did here. two. We reviewed two hundred ninety-seven comics. Seventy-nine, but yeah, seventy-nine comics still. I read probably 300 more than that. Right. Yeah. We all did. Separate ones. Um, all right. So next up is Best Writer. Oh, boy. We're going to go through this list. This is Joe Casey, Matt Fraction, Pierre Gabou. Gabou? <laughs> sure. Gabou? Might be Gabou. Pierre Gabou. Uh, Brandon Graham, Joe Harris, Jonathan Hickman, Robert Kirkman, Jeff Lemire, Pierre Levy, uh, Rick Remender, Dan Slott, Scott Snyder, Charles Soulet. Uh, or Sewell, I never know. Eric <laughs> Stevenson and Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, boy. What a list. All right, let's go. Oh, let's start. Let's do it. All right, who's first? This episode is going to be shorter, I'll except this first. best graphic novel. I'm going to cut <laughs> off Eric Stevenson for Norman. Oh, man. Guys, Kataro should have been on our best reprint list. It was on eh, whatever. Kids list. It's on, it's, on a li- it's on one of the lists, so it's yeah. okay. Is um, it? This, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at the no, graphic novel list. It's not going to make it over. But uh, anyway, okay, sorry, who who came off? Did somebody <laughs> just say Eric Stevenson? That's what, what I said. For no, nah. that's good. No? no, he's going in the top ten. The writing in Nowhere Man is, is so good. It is yeah. really good. You're insane. I don't know. That was the first one I saw where I was nope. like, I don't know if it's in my top three. <laughs> yeah, do top um, ten, top ten. Yeah, we're going top ten first. got to get down to that. I know. Um, I got one. Well, it's next turn. I know. Oh, wait, no, Nick went first last time. I know, but who went last time? I don't know. Whatever. Just go, Nick. Just go but pick something we like. Um, <laughs> we'll agree with. Robert Kirkman? Yep. I feel like he's, the, safe, yeah. he's the safest one on here. That's he's, amazing. I mean, Invincible See, has been great, and Walking Dead has been great, but, but they're, you know, there's nothing. They've almost settled a little bit. Yeah, and a lot of this yeah, is, like, people that you're like, oh, wow, they're, like, really surprising me and doing, like, incredible stuff. Yeah, right. That's true. Um, yeah. I but feel like none I, of it blew my mind is, is the thing. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to say Joe Harris. That's what I was. I like say. Great Pacific. Yep. I think X Files season ten really gets the voice of that show down really yeah, that's well. Great. I just, um, I, do, I, he just doesn't make it for me. I mean, the fact that Great Pacific was not even on any of our best of lists is that's crazy because Great Pacific is really good. Uh, that's yep. fine. That's fine. We could do that. Um. Oh boy. All right. Uh, let me float this past you, Charles Sewell, who I feel is really, really good. And is doing a ton of books, more than anyone else on this list. But none have blown me out of the water, except for maybe Letter, I know, Letter 44. I think, is great. I think I'd like to, I think I'd like to come back to him. I yeah. think let, just for Letter 44 and Swamp Thing. And honestly, yeah. he's made Red Lanterns into a really fun book. Yeah, that's a good point. He might be in our uh, closer to the top next year. Yeah. She-Hulk he's coming. That She-Hulk book looks yeah. incredible. Um, yeah, uh, but I, I would like to wait on him for a little how bit. How about Dan Slott? See, like, I don't know. I could see Dan Slott. What do you think, Nick? That's a yeah. Nick. It's yeah. a fun, fun, fun book. It's but. a great book, but I could see that just based on this I feel this like some list. of these other guys are really amazing, this too. This list is crazy. All right. We'll do that. Oof. All right, Nick. All right. I'm going to go. Hmm. Who do you guys like? We only, um, we only have uh, 12 people on here, so, so um, pick two. two more. So two more. All who right. would not be in your top ten? Um, or who is in your top ten? <laughs> Oh boy, man! I know there's all great Those are writers. Tough to pick from, um, man, <laughs> I was like, I can do. Uh, no, um, let's pick one. I only need one. You can do it. 
Oh, this list is crazy. I know. They're all so good. Yeah, it's really hard. Um, I'm going to... Ah, yeah. God. I'm going to have to go with Scott Snyder. I love yeah. Batman. Um, it's, is it, it's 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 Superman Unchained, isn't it? Superman it like, Unchained is definitely not, not It, like, good. drags it drags it down. Yeah, and The Wake is great. Yeah. Um, but it's not like... Yeah, I don't Batman know. Zero Year I has think been really Wake's good. really but, good. Like, really but good. But look at the rest of this stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like right. Everyone's on here. Scott Snyder oh doesn't, my goodness. doesn't right. make it. Sorry, Scott. Well, he's going right. to be number one on a lot of people's list, I'm yep. sure. But Kevin. We do a different thing than that. Um, we got the last one before top ten time. What do you got? I'm going to throw you one and say... Joe Casey. I think that yeah, would be a good one, yeah. I yeah, think Joe Casey would I, be... Yeah, because I love sex. And uh, but I don't like Catalyst comics too much, and I yeah, I kind of like bounce, but yeah. yeah, sex is so good. Like I was gonna say Pierre Levy, but um, uh, I feel I feel like out. he belongs on here He's, more. That book's so good. Yeah, yeah. All, All right. right, so Joe wow. Casey comes off. So our top ten is Matt Fraction, Pierre Gabu, uh, Brandon Graham, Jonathan Hickman, Jeff Lemire. Pierre, I should pronounce their names right. Pierre Levy, uh, Rick Remender. Charles, but some of them I don't even know. Yes, Shule, uh, Eric Stevenson and Brian K. Vaughn. Wow. All right, that Jared. A great list. Let's get down to this top three. Jared, go, okay. go for it. Um, how about Jeff Lemire? I don't, he's not making it in top three for me. So, uh, like, No, he's not making it in top three. Trillium like, is Trillium's great. astounding. So many great I think these other ones choices in there. A little bit, yeah. And I think some of the most interesting stuff he does in Trillium is with his art, yeah. which I know you kind of write art, but, uh, you know, we're really, I sure. think in this we really have to separate the two. Um, Nick? All right. Oh, man, this is really hard. I'm <laughs> going to go with... I was looking at Hickman, and then I was like, oh, yeah, East and West. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Char- Charles Sewell comes off now. Yeah, I think yeah, that's fair. Um, his stuff has been great, and uh, I think next year he'll be a lot higher on our yeah, list. Yeah, kind of breaking uh, out. Yeah, he's yeah he's great, which is awesome because he's like an old kind of he's he's been around for a he while. Worked doing his way stuff. up for sure. I tabled with him at SPX a few there years you, ago. There you go. All right, I'm gonna say uh, Eric Stevenson now. I I just don't think he makes oh, it into man. the top three. I lo- I wanted him on the top ten, but yeah. I you know it's just for me there are a couple yeah. other people on here that he's not. He's also not very. Uh, <laughs> prolific. prolific yeah there's been the two issues in the men this year i think yeah that's true oh, i i, oh, I man, still yeah. don't think that matters Might but, be the art, uh, artist, um, but still yeah all oh. right um kevin no it's that not was like me. it's not like qual- oh, that was you quality yeah. of oh man oh it's me um wow uh it's either for me right now rick remender or jonathan hickman no sorry wait I no, I, I kept Brandon looking at Graham or Rick Remender. So yeah, I right can, now. I I think Remender comes off at yeah. this point. Yeah, like Black Science is really fun. and Canyon Avengers is really fun, but I think not top three. Yeah, boy, yeah. I love both of those books. But They're great, crazy. All right, Nick. Um, man, oh man. <laughs> I have two that is I'm this, like positive so about. But. I think this might be the point where Brendan Graham comes off okay yeah. so, so i was leaving that for you because of profit because i love profit it's one of my favorite but that book is kind of such a, so much a combination of the writing and art yeah to, it's such a it's kind of hard good, to separate it, yeah it's amazing. but um yeah all right brandon graham's off so we are left with matt fraction pierre gabu or gabus i have no idea jonathan hickman pierre levy and brian k vaughn oh uh, pierre levy might be the most unfamiliar name to people on here he wrote sandcastle uh which um and everybody knows both the pierre <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so 
Oh boy, what is that? One, two, three, five. four, five. It's me. Yeah. Yep. Brian Cabon. Oh boy. <laughs> I might agree with you. It's crazy. It's like but compared to the rest of them, you're like, yeah. It's crazy, but yeah, yeah. Nick, what are you yeah, doing? that's insane. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. amazing. This is like our. Uh, uh, gosh, what was the one we did with uh, Chris Ware like last year? Where he was number 11. Yeah, right. we're just like, we can't believe we're taking Chris Ware off the list. Yeah. Um, look, so to me, we're talking Matt Fraction, Jonathan Hickman, and up Pierre. I don't, Hickman's making it just for East to West. And up Pierre. Yeah. Um, I Fraction between uh, FF, FF and Hawkeye. And just, Sex Criminals. And six, oh. He only wrote half of FF. It doesn't matter. stopped writing it like six issues ago. It doesn't matter. It wasn't that many issues ago. but yeah. And it was still his story and stuff. But, I mean, yeah. the Fraction, stuff he's done on there. Fraction just has had such a good year. Um, and I would say, like... Like, to me, Sandcastle's the best story of the year. So, for me, he makes it on there. Really? Like... Um, here's, let, me, let, me throw, story, let me throw but, let me throw this out at you okay. guys here. Right? It's yeah. not as complex as District 14, yeah. but I think it's I think it's um like I just think it's amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, Pierre Gabou mm-hmm. and Pierre Levi both make it in. Whoa! And then we pick between Hickman and Fraction. Wow! And I think I could agree with that and take off Hickman because Pierre Gabou is probably my number one. Because I yeah. love District 14 is like my I need favorite, to read Volume Two, <laughs> yeah, favorite book ever. And I need to read this uh, Lady Rosenfeld book. Yes, yeah, like a spinoff. I haven't read yet. Um, yeah, I think. Really? I think we're gonna take Hickman. So we're not gonna leave Hickman on for East to West. <laughs> I don't think or so. take off Matt Fraction. It's up to you. I think Fraction would stay on because he's Fraction had three stays on amazing books, yeah. and Hickman's had. One amazing book and two great books. You know what I mean? It's like one that I think it's the East to West. All right. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Hickman is coming up. I mean, (laughs) he's in our top ten. He's our number four. Two writers that nobody listening Uh, to this has ever read (laughs) books. Maybe a few of them. And the winner is Pierre Gabou. Yeah. I I say (laughs) so, man. I mean, there's nothing. There's very few. You know what we left off that probably should be on here? Oh, boy. Probably a million of them. The guy writes Templar, but. Oh yeah, that's really good. That's Jordan Mashner. He, yeah. He's in for graphic novel, and I All think right. that's going to be fun. That'll be yeah. a heavy contention there. All right. Ooh. Oh no, too late. Would it be better to have Jordan Mashner on here than Pierre Levy? Templar is really oh, good. Templar is so good. He's really. Let's really do good. it. It's really complex. Are we doing that? Let's do. We're doing the last second <laughs> hail mary here. Too. I think. I think we should. All right, let's do it. I'm fine. I'm coming from behind. Templar is one of my favorite books of the year. Yeah, me too. Amazing. This is our high-tech, well-thought-out plan. <laughs> no, that's all right. I mean, it just happens sometimes, right? Yeah. Let's look through this. Uh, just I was before, just about before we move Templars forward. Just so good. <laughs> let's just, like, everybody poke through this uh, um, best graphic novel list and make sure we're not missing something else huge. That's like the problem that. is that, like... So, hold on. A uh, lot of their, our list for our next category is best graphic novel, and it's people that's, like, often their only work, but it's, like, astounding. But that's fine. So, I think that's fine. I mean, yeah, we don't have Forsman on there, Greenberg... I mean, Patrick McEwen for her hair shirt. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Meshner is the guy that jumps out here. Um, boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't have Peters on there again. You know, he wrote. I, I don't whole. think the writing in Pachyderm was the. the yeah, the yeah, thing. that wasn't his best. Yeah, book, but it's great. It's great. Okay, oh. so uh, so Rutu Modin for property. Like, was property this year? I think we think property yeah. was 2012. Nope. You sure? I'm not sure, but we can take a break and I'll research it. Uh, <laughs> we'll find out. All right. But yeah. anyway, our top three is Matt Fraction, Pierre Gabou, and Jordan Meshner. <laughs> Crazy. Um, amazing. Um, yeah. Pierre Levy. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> last Sorry, last minute. Squeeze up. And uh, Pierre Gabou, I, w- I hope I'm saying his name right. I have yeah. no idea. Is the winner. And he wrote District 14, Volumes 1 and 2. And this uh, 
the kind of fantastic spin-off. voyage yeah. of Lady Rosenbill. I'm pretty sure District 14 in France is uh, just an ongoing kind of comic. Wait, yeah. did you say Lady Rosenbill is a prequel spinoff from District 14? Yeah. yeah. What? It's yeah. amazing. Oh, my goodness. It's yeah. amazing. It's all one universe. That's what's crazy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> awesome. Well, that is our best writer list. Yep. And uh, we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to do best graphic novel, which is going to be pretty intense. Pretty oh, yeah. So you guys we should got a big list and go, a lot of arguing. Go watch Frozen. <laughs> if you're listening to this in April and the Blu-ray is out already. And uh, get some iced coffee and because uh, it's springtime in this scenario. And then come right back. We'll see you guys in a second. All right. We're ready for the big one. The big one. This is our best graphic novel of the year category. Uh, A lot of the other ones we tried to trim down. We actually trimmed this one down a lot, too. But it still has a bazillion things on it. Um, I thought I knew what my top three was going into this, but now I'm not sure. Here we go. (laughs) Adventures of a Japanese Businessman. Bad Houses. Barrel of Monkeys. Battling Boy. Black is the Color. Black Paths. Boxers and Saints. Couch Tag. The Cute Girl Network. District 14 Season 1, District 14 Season 2, Encyclopedia of Early Earth. The End of the Effing World. Uh, you can figure out how that's really called. Uh, <laughs> Ferris in All the Land, Fanny and Romeo, The Fantastic Voyage of Lady Rosenbilt, Hair Shirt, Heck, Hip Hop Family Tree, Volume 1, the 1970s to 1981, Ironbound, Kitaro, and March 1. We took Kitaro off. Nope. Aw. Kitaro is so good. Aww. Kitaro. So, no, Kitaro. March 1. Uh, Matter of Life, My Dirty Dumb Eyes, New School, Obituary Man, Pachyderm, Paul Joins the Scouts, Penultimate Quest, Pompeii, Primates, uh, Property, Rebetico, Red-Handed, Relish, Sandcastle, Showa, A History of Japan, 1926 to 1939, Sin Sullivan Sluggers, Sunny Volume 1, Templar, Today is the Last Day of the Rest of Your Life, We Can Fix It, When David Lost His Voice, and Woman Rebel, The Margaret Sanger Story. So the problem is, we all have a lot of favorites. (laughs) There's a ton of good stuff that came out this year. Uh, There's also quite a variety that, you know, some of this is nonfiction, uh, a lot of it's not. So again, it's very hard to compare, and we're going to give it a shot. Yeah, so, so, and this is on two pages, so this is going to be nuts to keep who, up with. All right, Kevin, first. you go first. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Uh, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> so, we're going to get to a top ten on this and a top three. Um, and uh, do we need to number our top ten on this one, maybe? Good. We'll uh, give it a shot. I think it might be worth It'll doing. help a little, yeah. It's a big list. Okay, so the first thing I am going to take off is... um. Oh, boy. Okay, uh, Ironbound by Brendan Leach. I really like this book. Uh, it kind of, I, it's about like thugs in the 50s. Yeah, and I just so thought it was cool. a really cool sort of greaser story that reminded me a lot of like Elliot Kazan movies. And it's got a yeah. cool flexi disc in it. It's just, oh, not, yeah. It's not going to make it into the top 10. Yeah, but. All right. Uh, mine will probably be Black is the Color by Julia Goffroer. Sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Uh, it's kind of like a cool, like, Lost at Sea, Mermaids, you know, fantastical sea voyage kind of thing. Why are you picking stuff um, other people like? Am I? 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I really like that book. But uh, I I, move it's, on. it's probably not going to make it into my top ten, so yeah, that's it was, fine. It was, like, it was great, but again, it just I honestly don't remember what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. She has such a good art style, too. Um, but yeah, that's my pick. It's like a horror comic about mermaids and somebody getting lost in the ocean. It's yeah. great. I don't know, maybe I didn't read it. You might not have. All right, Nick? Uh, I'm going to go with... Oh, man. I'm going to go with... Um, <laughs> Ferris and all the land, the Ferris anthology. Um, I did not read it. <laughs> well, if, if you didn't read it, you shouldn't be taking yeah, it. Off. You Pick right. something you Pick like something, that's not going to make yeah. it in your top ten. All right, here we go. I'm going to go with. Oh man, uh, obituary man. I wouldn't no. make it into my top ten. I don't think it's uh, about a guy writing obituaries. It gets wrapped up in one of the stories that he's writing. But uh, it's good, but not in my top ten. Yeah, I mean, more it's about a guy that's going to people's funerals because he realizes he can give speeches and make them feel good about themselves. And yeah. I, I, th- I thought it was a really cool book, but I, yeah, it doesn't make it yeah. in my top ten. All right, Kevin. Um, <clears throat> okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to say "A Matter of Life" by Jeffrey Brown. Huh. I love the book. It's about his relationship yeah. with his father, and it's really and great. His son. And and his son, and yeah. it's really heartfelt. It's really well done. It's just for me, you know, this is a tough category yep. this year, and it's All not right. going to make it. <laughs> All right, All All right. Is gone. Uh, I saw one that I thought would be a good choice. Um, I already lost it. I'll, I'll do the one that Nick tried to do because I've actually read it. First and All the Land is basically a fables spinoff uh, graphic novel. Um, it's a great fantasy series, uh, but every few pages is with a different artist as they're like kind of telling stories within stories and uh, different viewpoints. It was it felt like the old original fable series. Uh, an amazing array of artists on it. Really good. Uh, but yeah, I'll take that one. Nick? All right. Back to me. I'm going to go <laughs> with... Fanning and Romeo? Oof. I don't uh, think that Kevin makes it into my top one. ten. I don't know. What do, do, you, think? do you like that book? Talk about a book you like that you don't think yeah, it makes yeah. it into yeah, your top ten. Yeah, pick off one of yours. <laughs> yeah, quit picking off other people's really. books. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Jeez, guys. <laughs> this is um, the, the deadly category. I'm going to take off... Oh, there's a few that I didn't read. Um, man, oh, man. Um... I'm going to go... Uh, Sullivan Sluggers? Yeah, I was actually thinking that. that it's that a great was, book. That was my next um, one. Yeah. It's mostly the thing that makes it great is the art. Uh, yeah. I don't know if the story is particularly great. It's about yeah. a team of uh, kind of like uh, low, low... What is it? Minor league uh, baseball players who end up going to this town where they play a baseball game against demons and they fight them with chainsaws and stuff. And it it's, was great. It's really great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so not fun. in the top ten. All right, I'm going to go with um, Penultimate Quest, Volume 1 by Lars Brown. Um, I think we all liked it. It's just it's uh, kind of like a fun twist on video game RPG stuff and people that are kind of trapped in this world, and it was really cool. Yeah, it was just, really cool uh, kind of world building and then an, a really insane twist. Yeah, to it, which really just cool. doesn't make it in the top ten. Still a great book. No, no. These are all great. Good stuff, you guys. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Um, I think the one I'm going to go with is uh, Woman Rebel, the Margaret Sanger story. Uh, this is Peter Bagg doing, I think, maybe one of his, I guess he's done auto, other biographical stuff. But basically, Margaret Sanger is someone I knew nothing about. And it turns out she's kind of the early, one of the early feminists who founded Planned Parenthood. And she's just like such an amazing character. It was fascinating to see. And I felt like Bagg was a good choice for like, you know, she's just like so over the top and always does what she wants and always is fighting stuff. I thought it was a really cool book. So I feel that's good. That's good. Doesn't make it in the top ten. Yep. That's why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. What do we got next? Um, Oof. I see one that might. We can fix it. Um, I like it a lot, but um, I don't love it. I mean, it's good. It's a it's a neat like time travel story where this girl kind of goes through her life and um, tries to change stuff, but ends up uh, causing more problems. And I, th- I thought it was really interesting, but yeah. nah, I don't know. The top ten. This list is pretty pretty. It's some pretty tough. Yeah, there's some great stuff. I would it would have lasted a little longer for me, but I yeah. can definitely see it coming off. Uh, all right, for me is uh, when David lost his voice. Oh really? No. no, no. Okay, that's fine. Think about how uh, powerful that one is. Yeah, it's it's definitely yeah, a yeah. sad book about that's in my sad top stuff. 10. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, we can come back to that. <laughs> try um, again. Try again. All right, I'm gonna go with. Uh, hmm. Yep. <laughs> all right. This this is I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one that I really like, but just get rid okay. of it. Uh, my dirty dumb eyes by Lisa oh, Hannawalt. Uh, it's, it's a really cool so humor good. collection. Um, it's not really a graphic novel, but I, I don't That's know, true, but, it, but this is where it would make it in. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a lot of stuff she done. She's done online and in magazines and stuff. It's really funny. Definitely super funny. Worth looking at. But, uh, um, yeah, I'll That's, go with it. That's the one that goes. All mm-hmm. right. So this one may be a little controversial. Uh, this is adventures of the Japanese businessman, which is an all silent comic Man. where each panel is kind of like a scrolling thing of this Japanese, almost little cartoon dude who just. Like terrible things keep happening to him, so it's like a constant evolving of him and the adventures he goes on. I think that's in my top. 10. Is it? Yeah, that's. Yeah. It might be in my top five. All right, <laughs> all right. Let me see. It's what pretty else. high up on my list. Um, how about? Oh wow. Uh, there's a few on here that only you read, Jared. So. I don't know. How about Couch Tag? This is just Jesse Recklaw's like. Uh, again, like so many of these are biographical or autobiographical. It's like almost like they're cheating. <laughs> like they've got these great stories, <laughs> but his telling of just like the weird like childhood he went through is amazing. How often they moved around and like really insane parents. You know, very hippie level. Uh, you know, just people who should not have been parents and yet had lots of kids. Uh, really, really powerful. Uh, definitely interesting. So check that one out. But that's my choice. All right, uh, I'm gonna go. Insane. Uh, just looking at this list, um, I'm gonna go. Yep, man. I got a totally out of left field one. Oh mine. boy. Yeah. No, I'm scared now. Ah uh, man, I got one that's out of left field as well. Go for it. I'm gonna go with a uh, relish. Oof. Relish. It's uh if you don't know what it is, it's a kind of an autobiographical comic slash cookbook. Um, it's you know it's Lucy. Uh, Nisley, and it's a uh, it's interesting. There's a lot of cool recipes, and I like kind of want to try them. And her, you know, how it ties into her life is pretty pretty cool. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's it doesn't not, make it for it's me. Not my either, top man. ten. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh man, it's great. It's amazing. It'd be higher up on my list than this. Like, the cool thing is, like every chapter, she starts off with a recipe, but she draws all the ingredients, and she has such a bright colored style yeah. in it that. And, like, her mom's, like, an awesome chef, so very interesting. All right. You guys ready for this? Now, should I pick the thing at the bottom, or should I just do my left field thing right now that I don't think is... Pick the thing at the bottom and do the next round. Okay. Space them out. Uh, (laughs) Primates, The Fearless Science, uh, Jane Goodall. I thought this was a great book and really interesting uh, just book about science and primates and stuff. Different people working with primates. Yeah. Yeah, um, And I thought the art was really good, and I I, I really liked it. It's just not going to make it for me. Yeah, it's not in my top ten. We're killing a lot of uh, nonfiction stuff. I know. That's what seems weird. That's why I thought we might want to do a separate category next year. No. Well, there's at least one one nonfiction that'll make it pretty high. Yeah. Battling Boy. (laughs) Um, Oh, boy. Um, See, I always keep reading these from the beginning again, so I'm looking over the same ones. Um, 
Oh man! All right, there's about, just a, there are a few things on here how that about I, this? I can't even talk about because we didn't read them. The Cute Girl Network? No, no. no. All right, uh, I'll <laughs> carry on. Look uh, at the stuff that only you read. I know they're all great. There's at least three or four of them. I know. Um, wow. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking. Rebetico? You guys That's think? up to Nick, I think, to decide on yeah. that one. It's one. It's I know it's one he likes a lot. All right, all right. Let me look again. Um, but it's not going to make it in the top ten. So <laughs> I was going to take it off next, actually. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, let me look at this. Well, Jared, why don't how? you talk about one of yours? Encyclopedia of Early Earth, maybe. No, it's so good. Or Showa. All right, I think Showa. Like, so this is another sort of autobiographical. This probably should have been one. in the reprint section too. Yeah, that's true. But. All right, well, I'll take it off now. Uh, but it's uh, Shigeru Mizuki, who basically lived for most of the 20th century, and this is his history of Japan interspersed with his own life. So he does, like, a very cartoony style and then a very realistic, like, depiction of the events of the time. It's just a great juxtaposition. So pretend that was in a different category and go read it. So, Nick, do you I'm going to go with Rebetigo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which I, I really like it. Uh, it's a great thing about uh, a story about um, uh, Greek musicians in the uh, – early uh was it the 20s 30s? 20s 30s yeah um and fascinating kind of thing that you don't really know anybody knows a lot about <laughs> but uh I had no idea yeah but very cool um but yeah not in my top 10 unfortunately oh, yeah my. so good <clears throat> all right are you down to your left field choice uh no because i think there's some stuff that maybe isn't going to make it so uh i'm going to say boxers and saints Oof. by gene yeah. luen yang um it's great and you know it's it's definitely belongs on this list uh it's yeah. it's a cool story about the like the era of the boxer rebellion and um i i don't know it's great and it's a story about a father and his son and yeah and then the the cool point is that it's basically two graphic novels together so the boxers is from the chinese point of view and then the saints is from like a christian point of view of like kind the of, bad guy point of view <laughs> no but it's also like you know how people are assimilating with like outside influences which is what the whole boxer rebellion is about is from like someone who's in opposition to this guy who starts identifying with the rebellion of harmonious fists or whatever because it was uh gonna come off earlier too i'm just gonna go ahead and take off fanny and romeo because uh yeah it's great and skipping ahead you're doing two you're doing two i'm just you doing two. Do two no well nobody else is gonna talk about that book and i just noticed it was oh, still on there book. Oh, okay right. well you talk about it then no because you have other ones to take off i do all right i'm taking off fanny and romeo all right it's a really interesting and sad story about a relationship and it feels very real um in in the way it's handled but uh but not real enough but not real enough yeah. get off the list um, right. I'll do, uh, Paul joins the scouts, uh, the Paul books by Michelle Rabagliati or people call him like the Tintin of Montreal. It's just like slice of life. Amazing stories. Just uh, like Tintin. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but you know, very humane. This one was very interesting cause it was dealing with like the boy scout movement in, uh, Quebec, but it was during like a separatist moment in like the seventies or so. It was just something I'd never thought about where they're like terrorists running around yeah. Quebec, blowing things up. It was just like such a strange juxtaposition of like kids going off to camp for the first time and like learning how to get along. It was, it was great. So definitely an all he's done like five or six of them. They're all amazing. So, all right. I am going to go pretty insane here. Oh, geez. I'm going to take off heck. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. All right. Let me, let me look at it. This is a great kind of... Uh, scribbling it out. It's off. It's, uh, a, story, it's a story about uh, this guy who who has a gateway to hell in his basement. And uh, <laughs> like he, you do. he goes there for... People hire him to go and, like, tell them um, how their loved ones are or, like, what, you know, what were their last thoughts or stuff like that. Um, and he gets hired by this woman and it gets really personal and uh, very interesting. Uh, there's a cool thing where he goes to different levels of, of hell and they're, um, you know, they're... 
all very different, but they match, you know, the sin and stuff, and it's cool, but not in the top ten. This is this is where it's going to get pretty. We're only nuts. down to twenty five or so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's going to get crazy now because it's yeah. like, well, there's there there, there are three or four things that only Jared has read on here, so All it's going right. to be up to him to take those off. But I'm going to say bad houses. Oof. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it just doesn't make it. It's it's a really great graphic novel. <sighs> I don't know. Like, I'm just there are ten there. Are, 15 things on here that i would go with before that really yeah it's it's tough um yeah but yeah i'm gonna say bad houses uh written by sarah ryan with art by carlos speed mcneil it's uh it's a story basically about a relationship and like some people several relationships yeah, yeah and um you know people that are like storage wars people kind of. <laughs> sort <Yeah>. of yeah. <laughs> but that's like a backdrop to what's just like a really heartfelt great story yeah yeah but it just doesn't make it for me all right all right. Um, what else? We're going to start fighting soon. Well, I was fighting over that one. I didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> I just conceded early. All right. So we got a weird one here. We got District 14 season one and two. So the weird thing is Nick and I, neither of us have read season right, two. Right. And it also came out on December 31st, that totally 2013. Counts. And the Fantastic Voyage of Lady Rosenbilt. Like, I feel like they're almost one unit. Like, we can combine those three. Should we just treat it like take off or district just, season two? Oh, here we go. And no, because here's Boys. the thing that's going to happen. Here's the thing. They, they, all, they all take place in the District 14 universe. So that's let's what I'm just saying. go Are with we District 14. So we'll just call so take off Fantastic Voyage and just have District 14. Yeah. As we're just calling there. it District 14. There yeah. we go. All right. So does that count as mine for taking off Fantastic Voyage? I think it? we should say volume one, but. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Then. then um, yeah, Fantastic Voyage is coming off, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that was my Craziness. choice, though. I got to count that cheating maneuver. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's up to Nick now. Um, I'm it's Nick's go. turn to take off Adventures of a Japanese Businessman. No. Uh, I don't know if it is yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I see one on here that none of us are crazy into, but... Oh, boy. Well, I'll do it. Is it turn. Sunny? Yeah, I think I think yep. that that's like two. There are two. Take off yeah. Sunny. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. It's Taya Matsumoto doing kind of the story about orphans um, living in a foster home, and it's good, but it's never it's never great. I wanted it to be a little better. It's good, and the art is incredible. I think it's pretty emotionally yeah. engaging. I mean, I think it's a really good. I haven't read the second volume yet, but, but it's um, a little. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not quite there. But yeah, I can see I'll that. Take it off. Um, the other one I didn't think maybe made it into the top ten was New School by Dash Shaw. Hmm. Man, that's a great book. It is. Uh, we don't have to do that one yet. I can do my left field. Oh. Pachyderm by Frederick Peters. Oh, man, wow. Man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> uh, I would take New School off before Pachyderm, but Nick. I don't know. You I, would? I love New School. So maybe take Pachyderm. Pachyderm would be fine because we have Sandcastle on there. I, I, still I don't think that yeah. matters. Like, I think I think if they were the, the two best books of the year, they should be one and two. Right. Yeah. And that's like, I don't think that's. But it's it, the story in it isn't. Yeah, I too, just don't. Like, it's good, but it's not. Yeah, I don't know. In Pachyderm? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not, it's it. kind of a fever dream that takes place in a hospital. It's it's yeah. it's fantastic. It just to me, it's not one of the top ten books of the year. As right. much as I love it, crazy. Um, yeah, but I just All it's right. just not it's not there. There's so much. There's a lot of different stuff on here. That's really all right. Good. <laughs> Let's see what if I got left uh, my options. Um, hmm. How many books do we have left? By the way, let me still like twenty or something. All right, what about? Black Paths by David Bay. Is that on your guys' top ten? No. Yeah, we still have twenty left. No, Black Paths. I I, I went back and forth on that one yeah, a couple I can't times. Tell. Like, so this one's like set uh, right after World War One. There's like a anarchist republic that gets set up in a small, it's like city. Just like everyone, it, there's bananas, and it's kind of like a crime adventure romance story set in the middle of all that. Uh, 
amazing. Everything David Bay does great. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, that's my choice. All right. All right. True. Yeah. This is getting tough. We're getting into the nitty gritty here. <laughs> um, man alive. I'm. Boy, guys. <laughs> what are we going to do? We're going to hate um, each other. That's what we're going to do. No, we'll be all right. I barrel of monkeys? Nope. No. That's no. Not, no. It's got to. That's close. You guys to. liked it a lot more than I did. Um, yep. Man. Yep. What am I going to do? Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is tough. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, yeah, damn. This is tough. This is getting really hard. I'm going to take off. Man. <laughs> Pompeii? That's, that's not up to you to take off. That, oh, well, uh, no, you did read it. I did read it. I just read it. I want Pompeii in the top 10. Oh, All right. Um, another one, Nick? Something do else. you guys really both think when David lost his voice makes it in the top 10? Just talking here. Um, um, maybe not. More than Barrel of Monkeys. Um, maybe, but maybe not more than Pompeii. So I'd say take that one off earlier. Or New School, which we already just talked about and everybody seemed okay with. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like New School is, is pretty great. It's top 10 material. Yeah. So do you want to do When David Lost His Voice? Oh, man. All right. All right. We don't have to. When David Lost His Voice. That's like... That's... It's not in my top top five, so I'll, I'll, I'll concede. Yeah. Concede it's, a, it's a really affecting story about cancer. I mean, is it cancer. in your top 10? Well, it's I mean it it's might gone. be, but yeah. that's fine. It's not in my top five. Not all There's of our other ones. Are I got to pick my battles. <laughs> I know. Here. Well, yeah, so, uh, Kevin, uh, say what that one was. Uh, yeah, it's just a really affecting story about uh, uh, this guy David who has cancer and um, his family mostly dealing with it. It's 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 really sad. Really yeah, well done. Really death, beautiful, yeah. but it's yeah, but it's you know I don't know. Yeah, maybe it does belong on there. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, let's see. I think I just added them up, and I've got a top 12. <laughs> and I'm like, that doesn't help me. <laughs> how, ma- how many do we have left? Uh, like 16, 17. All right. Uh, I don't think it's that many. Um, Hair shirt? No. Really? Then what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, man, let me think about that. Maybe. Um, yeah, no, you might be right. Here, here, I'll give you guys my a couple choices for me, okay? No, I, I don't know. I, what do you think, Nick? Hair shirt off at this point or top ten? Um, hair shirt's great. Hair shirt is great. Yeah, but there's so many other things. I know. That's it. what I'm saying. So um, it might be this is where hair shirt. Was. I mean, the problem does, is there's two books on here that that I didn't read still on here. Yeah, um, yeah. I haven't read. Today is the last day of the rest of your life. Yep. And well, I have not read Encyclopedia. Um, Encyclopedia of Early Earth. I read a little bit of Encyclopedia of Earth. I've read everything else on here, and it's really good. But I don't know. Um. So the only okay, so we're it's either hair shirt or just going by stuff I've read. Red handed, well, red handed maybe makes it to the top ten. It's Does pretty it? great. Yeah. All right, um, so hair shirt. I think hair shirt comes off. Wow, man, crazy tough. What is hair shirt about? Can somebody describe what hair shirt? I was about? trying to think about it's it. It's about like a failed relationship. Yeah, and uh, kind of going. This guy having crazy. constant dreams about making a hair shirt. Yeah, um, it's a crazy book. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's really it's good. so good, and the art's great. It's just, ugh, yeah. I don't yeah, know. you guys should read everything on this list. It's yeah, kind right. of our story here. Everything on this list is great. All right, uh, all right, Jared, my turn. Uh, I think then I'm going to do today is the last day of the rest of your life. Uh, it's Uli Lust, this Austrian girl who, when she was 18 back in the 70s or 80s, was this punk rocker chick who decides to hitchhike with a friend basically across Europe and ends up in Italy and just like it's kind of like this insane voyage of sounds how, good 
terrible people are to each other and just how women shouldn't travel by themselves. But it's amazing, and it's like 600 pages. It's really good. There's still 16 books on here. I told you we weren't close to it yet. <laughs> Nick, what you got? All right, guys. All right. I'm, I'm going like, to do you guys a favor. I can't believe you took hair shirt and heck off. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, what, what? Favor? I'm going to do you guys this a favor bad. and take off Adventures of a Japanese oh, Businessman. Man. It's, it's so time. Because I love it. And I love it. It's in my top it. ten, but I'm, I'm looking yeah. at my, the list here, and there's there's some other ones um, that I need to fight for stronger. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna concede yeah. it. It's great. Just a wordless book of, uh, with a little guy, a Japanese businessman, just going on these crazy adventures, and it's it's really, it's very inventive and just fun. There's definitely a one book of Nick's on here that I'm just like not even touching because I know he's gonna. <laughs> Are we at fifteen? We're at 15, but oh God, look at what's on here. I know. We should just do a top 40 and we'd be set. <laughs> um, All right, Kevin. I can't talk got? about Sintatulo. I know Nick's not going to. No. no. you trying to take that off? No way. For me, yeah. Really? Yeah. No I, When I'm looking at this list, oh, then yes. Goodness. Wow, nope. Um, Bonkers. Yep. Where do we find this guy? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, then what? I, uh, well, 15. <laughs> Pick your other four lowest. <laughs> I know. Um, I they're all like tied for like. like I, I feel like I just want to say battling boy right now. That's kind of true. I, I, I would be fine with that. I'm not, Actually, I don't like it as much as. Uh, yeah. Is battling, is it not going to make it in our top 10? It may not. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> hold on, I was hold on. convinced it was going to be in our top three when let's, we started Let's look at this, this again. Oh, well, boy. here's the thing. It's, Encyclopedia it's, of Early Earth I can't talk about. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. You guys want new school in the top 10, right? I'm okay with new school slipping. That's so good, though. So maybe in the top ten by Nick. All right, what else? I like it more than at least four of the books. Like I, okay, let's let's actually we haven't read this list in a while, so let's yep. go through it. Uh, we've got Barrel of Monkeys, Battling Boy, The Cute Girl Network, District Fourteen, Season One, Encyclopedia of Early Earth, End of the Effing World, Hip Hop Family Tree, March, Volume One, New School, Pompeii, The Property. Red-handed. These books are so good. <laughs> Sandcastle, Sintatulo, and Templar. Oh, boy. <laughs> so many amazing graphic novels. All right, so, so Battling Boy. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> is it Battling Boy? Yeah. That's so. insane. That's a, uh, other than Barrel of Monkeys, that's the lowest on my yeah. list. I'm, I know Barrel of Monkeys is not going to make it in the top three. It's a fantasy. Yeah. But it's it's so, going to be in the, my top. It's yeah, it's going to so be in the top Battling 10. Boy? Oh, wait. What? Come, didn't, hold on. Didn't it win for Best Kids? It did. Yeah. So that. But. Yeah. No, I think it happened. Isn't Battling Boy better than Red Handed? I don't know. No. Um, Not to me, but I don't know. Yeah, I think I'll, that's a good point, Kevin. Let me think of this over. I think Red Handed should come off. I don't think Red Handed. Red Handed is great. Right, it's fine. one of the Let's smartest crime Red things, Handed, yeah. uh, but it's it's just, it's not going to. It's like a series of vignettes about this guy solving these different crimes that kind of end up merging and tiny. coming oh, together. Man, and that, was, that was some sharp writing. Incredible. Matt Kent doing well, yeah, it again. I'll concede it. Oh, boy. Um, All right. So that was Kevin's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, you have an easy one, right, Jared? Do it, do it Jared. Encyclopedia of Early Earth. Yeah. Uh, it's this amazing one about, uh, it's like set like, you know, thousands of years ago, and it's kind of like in the mythological time. So it's all stories within stories that are all myths. Uh, but it's a guy from the North Pole who falls in love with a girl from the South Pole, and because they're from opposite poles, they can never be near each other because they're opposite poles or whatever. But it's, like, all building on, like, classic myths and stories and stuff. Totally amazing. Uh, Isabel Greenberg, really good. I need out. to finish reading it. It's, what I read of it is great. Yeah. So we know what happens now is yeah. just we go back to write what we were just talking about. and I'm going to take off Battling Boy right now. Are I, you? Wait, wait, wait. One, okay. Two, three, We've got four, 13. Five. Oh, still? All right. Let me look this over. 
We might. Yeah. Like March, I wasn't sure about, but March is so good. Yeah, it's really good. It's that so... needs to be in our top ten for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it might be battling boy. I mean, Jared, is Pompeii in your top ten? No, it's not. So this—that's nope. just me at this point. Yeah. It's in my top five. Oh really? Oof. But you know, well, what else I'm going to is... take off battling boy, and you can think about yeah. Pompeii until it's All your right. turn. Okay. Well, if that's how I'm going to do a it thing. Did it. All right. Battling boy is gone. <laughs> Crazy. Kevin. Cute. Girl network. I tried to take it off earlier. I know, but I don't. I thought I was convinced it was in the top ten, and now I'm just like looking at this, and I don't know. No, it's not. It's not. This this is too good. Like top fifteen. It is. It's like number twelve or something. Look at these books that are left. Yeah, they're so good. (laughs) I know. How are we gonna pick? Um, Two girl network is great. It's it's about this this girl who meets this guy, and then it ends up there's this network of girls around the city of women around the city who like um basically they'll vet a boy for you and tell you like all, all the, the terrible things he's done and, like, and then it's about you know and, yeah. whether she has to make the decision whether to date him or not uh great art by joe flood a really cool story by greg means and mk reed so close it's so good yeah so close. oh my goodness but these other things are so good too one two three four what are we 11 <laughs> i think we're at 11 we're at 11 oh boy oh, all right let me let me, let me read these 11 yeah uh, Pompeii, I mean, oh, man. I don't think it's either in me or Jared's top ten. Compared, look at these other things. <laughs> um, all right, here's the list. Barrel of Monkeys, District yep. 14, End of the Effing World, Hip Hop Family Tree, March, New School, Pompeii, The Property, Sandcastle, Sintatulo, Templar. Well, so for me, it's my turn. I've got New School and Pompeii. Those are my two. I would love if you took off New School and know, Pompeii made it into the top ten. <laughs> Nick wants New School in the top ten more, or do you? I don't even like. I, mean, I, I feel like it's really like his it. number ten or something. I just thought it was one of the most interesting books I read this year. Um, it is really good. Yeah, and it's really funny. It definitely, like I remember the Jurassic Park stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And just the the world. It's so strange. Like it was the most kind of weird off. Almost off putting. I can't believe Battling Boy got taken off. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. Um, oh, boy. Thinking with Pompeii is like, a, a, it's good. Um, the story is very good. Um, to me, by the end of that story, I was so I was so involved with those characters more than I've been with probably anything else yeah. I've read this year. I just, yeah. I, so again, I don't, I don't really love the art. I love. I think his got, compositions are. Amazing. He's got great composition. It's amazing, but it feels like thumbnails a little bit. Like, uh, why don't you just go finish it? Because some of them, because some of them, because some of it looks really good. Yeah. Um, but then some of it just looks like he just kind of like scribbled it in like two seconds, and I don't know. It, oh, it's boy. really well done. I don't know. Like. I would, I'll tell you just, just like, uh, since it's the time to be cutthroat and we're talking about it, right? Like for me, Pompeii makes it in, in this list over, um, over what? I'm looking. Parallel monkeys? No. No, but over new school and over Sintitulo. Over Sintitulo. Oh man. (sighs) Are we slipping new school to 11, Nick? Is that our... Are lost. I here. really want Pompeii on this top ten. Yeah, I know it'll be the first to go. <laughs> but Crazy. I, I, new school belongs on here too. I know this is tough. Uh, all right, I'm gonna sacrifice Sintitulo. I think. No, yeah, I think I think. I mean, it's a better. Yeah, it's a good solid number eleven. I don't know. It's really yeah. good. All right, so I'll um, I'll say Sintitulo off, and then we're at ten. Is that we're at ten? Is that what we're, we're doing? 10. All right, we made it. All right, so oh, our top ten graphic novels of the year are. Right now, in no particular order, Barrel of Monkeys, 
Are we going to try to number these one to ten? I think we should. Uh, yeah, as we take them off, like this is number ten. Yeah, yeah, but we'll all talk about it together. It won't be just like taking turns cutting right. things. I don't think so. Barrel of Monkeys, District Fourteen, End of the Effing World. I wish we could just swear on this podcast. <laughs> Hip Hop Family Tree, March, New or uh, New School still on there, right? Yeah, yep. New School, Pompeii, The Property, Sandcastle, and Templar. <laughs> Insane. Man, um, this is crazy. So do we do we want to go from the bottom doing this? Yeah, so started from the bottom, it. yeah. Okay, uh, I we're here. Um, <laughs> Jared lets you and I make this decision real quick. Are we putting Barrel of Monkeys or Pompeii at number ten? I'd say Pompeii. Okay, that's fine. I feel like that's fine. Barrel of Monkeys. How about Barrel of Monkeys at nine? Well, talk about Pompeii. Like, so yeah. So Pompeii is is a story about a man who's training under an artist in Pompeii. Uh, like to become a painter yeah. before there's an explosion yeah. of a volcano. And it's, uh, it's about him sort of be trying to become an artist, but also about his relationship with his wife and then about what happens to them after the volcano erupts in Pompeii. And it's, it's beautifully done. I see Nick's point about the art to a certain extent, but, uh, Santoro's compositions are amazing. And I feel like, um, even, even with the amount of like, how sort of sketchy they are can be. I think some of his stuff, his stuff is really, uh, and especially it has a lot of expression. And by the end yeah. it's very heartfelt and you really like the care. You, you just are so interested in, the especially considering like how much of the characters are artists themselves or like doing art. It's kind of a nice juxtaposition of that style. So yeah, it's, and it's, the problem is also that I think I feel like the art is a little inconsistent. Like it changes colors sometimes and, uh, but not in a way that, that it needs to like it's not like a choice. maybe not in the way new school does where yeah. I, I don't know i think i think santoro is making choices most yeah. of the time that but then i think uh i think barrel of monkeys i'm okay with that at number nine yeah below new school uh new school i'm not i don't feel as strongly about as you guys so i do like it a lot but um no, i'm saying like new barrel of monkeys is better than new school is what i'm saying i'd okay. rather do that's new school cra- you're nine. crazy Barrel Monkeys is is not that great. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's the funniest book I read all year, and it's the most innovative thing. And more innovative than New School. You really New School's pretty New School's insane. pretty in- innovative <laughs> as well. If we're talking about two books, if, but Barrel of Monkeys does more. So what we're saying is we're putting the three most innovative <laughs> books at the bottom of our list. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right. Let's look at this. All right. So ten is Pompeii. Let's let's look at this. I list. think that's fair. Uh, but then what would be nine? Like actually, what about this? How about March. Oh, maybe March at number nine. I think March is okay yeah. at number nine. Like I really like March, of course. Uh, it's not. It's not the top of these. Yeah, so these, it's, these it's so well done, are... and and it's better than I thought it was going to be. As that's well. true. Yeah, it's I thought a biographical gonna... story of uh, Representative John Lewis and like him growing up and getting involved with the civil rights movement, and especially how young he is at the time. It's amazing, but also like his real interesting personal bits of like learning to preach by practicing with his yeah. chickens and. Like, you know, meeting Martin Luther King Jr. for the first time. and it, It's great. Really, really well. And Nate Powell really kind of, like, brings a lot to it with the art. So it's, I don't know, it's just, like, it's not preachy and it's not, like, boring educational stuff. It's fascinating and human and great. So That's good. So here's here's my thing for number nine. Or sorry, number eight. Hip-hop family tree? Hell oh. no. Hell no. Number eight? Really? It's in my top three, I think. Okay. I think it's pretty It's pretty high uh, up there for me. It might me. be number four for me. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, well, but higher. So then what would be your eight, Nick? Do we want to go ahead and pick our top three and take them out of this and then number no, the rest we'll and figure, figure it out? out. How, about, how about New School at eight? Yeah. yeah I, would, I would be fine with New School at eight. Well, I would also be okay with um, New School at eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, explain your New School. What is it? Uh, new School is, <laughs> is about like this. Uh, these two brothers... Um, the one of them goes away to this um, island uh, where they're building this crazy amusement park. Um, 
And so the younger brother goes to find him because he's been gone for a really long time. Um, and it's such a strange, the brother had like the little brother has this crazy, uh, almost premonition type power where he sees like the weirdest things like he'll see he saw jurassic park like <laughs> way before it was yeah, made like, like in his dreams yeah. yeah um and it's really funny and just uh once he gets there he sees like his brother has changed a lot and he starts changing and they both start realizing that this place is probably a little too crazy um and I don't know. It's great, um, but also like Dash Shaw's art on it is so like intensive and like it's like it's like the Frank Santoro like, art where it looks a little rough, yeah, but a little more consistent. But it's like he uses like collage almost weird. and yeah. color changes. The color is and, weird. There's yeah. just like color splashed all over the place. Um, but for some reason, it just it works and it really hit 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 me like pretty pretty good. I, yeah. yeah, I thought it was one of the most interesting things I read. And yeah. uh, the rest of the books on here are number one <laughs> success. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think. I think I'm happy with Barrel of Monkeys at number seven. seven. I yep. agree. Yeah. So That's this fine. one is, man, almost, again, impossible to describe. It's like two photojournalists who are making a documentary about a zoo. Yeah. But then it's also about, um, they also do like um, glamour photography, basically, as well, yeah. like portrait photography. <laughs> and uh, so it's broken up with these little short stories, crazy, like, gag strips with yeah, them. Very taking dark pictures of people. Yeah, it's got a very black sense of humor. It's it's really funny. Very sketchy art style, but also very inventive uh, in their but layouts. For, but, and... Yeah, but... but uh, yeah, like it's a light art style, like almost like Anders Nilsson sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it's it's great though. It's it's so good. Um, so that leaves us with here we go uh, in our top six right now. We have the property, Sandcastle, Templar, District fourteen, Volume one, End of the Effing World, and Hip Hop Family Tree. Oh boy. Okay, I've got <laughs> these all number six sorted out. I you think got number them? six. All right, is property the property. Whoa. Yeah, I'd say the property is the tightest book on this whole it's list so tight it is like tight uh, like everything fits in that one i yeah i mean it's really good yeah. um these are like really high up on the list but look at the other ones look at the other yeah. things on there. what's number one that's we're getting there i think i've got it i think i do too it's property six all right let me look at this list i think i'm gonna agree with you though like proper, like property uh, and hip-hop family tree are six and five so we just need to figure out which no, is which. i think <laughs> property at six yeah, yeah. Property and then uh, hip hop family tree right above that. Yeah. Oh, so, man, so pro- property is about a woman who finds out that she owns property in Israel and no, in Poland. Uh, sorry, in Poland. And uh, her other book was in Israel. And uh, she goes there and gets like wrapped up in this crazy thing. It's almost like a like a slapstick comedy right. version of Chinatown. Yeah. Like it's it's incredible. It's great, and it, there's a bunch All of twists and turns. Great character interactions. And it and ends up having a lot a lot of stuff about the history of her family, and it's it's great. It's wonderful, and it's the best book of the year but we're putting it at number six because there are other books that are also the best book of the year so that's six and then five or? hip-hop family tree okay so this is Ed is we're doing that? yeah i think so, I think so. Yeah. all right let's do it yeah i think good. it's good at five right yeah. yeah it's good yeah so it's ed pisker trying to tell the entire history of hip-hop from the earliest days to the present so this is his first volume which starts literally with people like figuring out how to dj and how to get like the loudest sound possible but like every few pages introduces a new character and many of them are famous it's you see, like, you see, see kids the, the evolution of hip hop like, literally on yeah. the page, like panel by panel, and it's uh and it's, it's so fascinating, packed, packed full of facts. Yeah, yep. but at the same time, it's like really engaging, and he it's manages so to fast. make a narrative out yeah. of it really well. And you're like, you recognize people like they're 
there's a lot of foreshadowing to later yeah. volumes. It's like, oh, and by the way, this guy Al in Compton was listening to this music, and his yeah, name and was this, Dr. Dre. Yeah, and this little kid Andre at the Young. party is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's all really well done. The art's great. Um, and there are a ton of pinups of different hip hop groups in the back too, yeah. which are all fantastic. The The whole book is presented really well. It feels um, like a comic from back then. Like yeah. with the art and coloring. It's, it's fantastic. That's so good. It's so good. I got the, the best one to go. Year. All right. Next end, leading us end forward. End of the effing world. Yep. That's number, number four. four. All right. Who wants to describe that one? Bunch um, of yeah, it's about psychopath teens. On yeah. The loose group of kids, uh, two kids on the, uh, Kind of a love story. Kind of, yeah, kind of a love story. <laughs> the one guy's like a real creep, and he ends up, they end up in crazy situations involving murder and running from the police. And, and satanic rituals. Satanic yep. rituals, and it's great. Uh, Charles Forsman has a really good um, kind of composition, and, and his line, like the way he draws characters, um, it's very like a little bit like Peanuts. Yep, but, Char- yeah, total Charles Schultz. But yeah. a little like more. Like adult. Peanuts mixed with Sammy Harkham. Right, yeah. um, and it's great. I don't know. That's great. For anybody who knows who Sandy Harkham is. Right. Hopefully people listening to this yeah. podcast do. And with that, we have our top three. We do have our top, top three, three, and those are District 14 by Pierre Gabou and Ramal... Oh, my God, these names. <laughs> Ramald Rudiman. Uh... <laughs> I, I, yeah, whatever. But, Sandcastle by Pierre Oscar Levy and Frederick Peters. And Templar by Jordan Meshner, Leun Pham, and Alex Povaland. Povaland. <laughs> Jesus, these can't, names. can't do this it. It's really hard to pick the top three here. This is really... That's perfect. We picked them. Well, we got the top Ordering three. them. It's very hard. Yeah. Um, these uh, are all... These... Honestly, these three books could all be number one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we need see. to really talk it out and figure out what's here's, what here. Here's the thing, I think. As a complete work, I think Templar might be... Oof. I might one. be agreeing with you. All right, so. Because... Here's the thing. Sandcastle is great. It's really good. It's uh, almost number one. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's it's kind of a short story. It's true. A little simpler. I don't um, think that matters. But it's it's really affecting. But I feel like Templar was, like, one of the best things I've ever right. Are you disagreeing um, with this? Do you think Sandcastle will be And District one? 14 is incredible, too. The only... The only thing that I would say that's against it is not... It it's not complete. It's not complete. Yeah. It doesn't quite end. Yeah. That's true. Um... But it's so good. I don't know. Man. I could put District 14 as the number three, and then I yeah. think we need to talk about the other part of this. All right. So District 14 is That's like crazy. We put yeah. it at number three. Yeah. Well, no. We can no. just keep talking. It's fine. We don't. I like no numbers yet. Yeah. So so here's the thing. I agree that Templar is a, a huge complete work. Um, part of it was published before, which yep. I don't know if that matters or not. No. But um, uh, but I also think that it's sort of the least um. At least what innovative I know what you're trying to say yeah and yeah. like the sort of most sort it's it's very much fits into a traditional story structure and is very much like a genre book yeah. right um and which i don't think disqualifies it because i think that's true of a lot of the most amazing yeah. works of like you know comics and art of all time but um i think sandcastle you could maybe say the same thing about in yeah, some it's ways like a great twilight zone episode. yeah it's like a really great right. twilight zone episode i think what it has over Templar is, I think, the cartooning in Sandcastle is, uh, I believe the cartooning in Sandcastle and District 14, uh, the art are is, is better than yeah. the art in Templar. Um, and particularly yeah. per- both in either of those. <laughs> How about this? Let's go with District 14. Because <laughs> we all love it. And the fact that it's not complete doesn't really matter, I think, no. in the long term. Because, you know, all of these. I'm fine with District 14 at number one, yeah. Sandcastle at number two. And Templar, Templar at number, number three. three. Yeah. 
<sighs> that's fine. Okay. That's fine. As <laughs> long as okay District 14, I think, is number one. I think it's the one we, we all love all right, the most, so I think. Number three will be Templar, which is this great medieval action-adventure thing, like Kevin said. Like, one of the best genre things you've ever read. Like, Hollywood would dream of pulling off a movie this good. It's like it's like a twist it's and heist and it's like it has like Ocean's Eleven level heist stuff in it. But like but then also romance and like betrayals and drama yeah. and like deaths and like it's ep- it's the most epic. It's like Game of Thrones or something. Yeah. But, but, but with but a little more. bit of Ocean's Eleven. And yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> and tighter. It's uh, uh, yeah. so good. Um so number here's the thing. Uh, is this all of our top three? Like, the, uh, is this this is my top three. Is well, that really? everybody's Actual top three, like from, my number one is Sandcastle, but that's yeah, but I that's mean, okay, like in, these three books are all of our top three books, like over everything, pretty much. No, I would have put property higher. Yeah, you would put yeah. it. In one I might have put Pompeii over Templar. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, either way. So um, these are all. I might have put Hip Hop Family Tree. I don't know. That doesn't matter. <laughs> too late. I think I think we've done a really good job of so coming the, to a decision. Yeah. So two will be Sandcastle. Two will be Sandcastle, and Sandcastle uh, is probably my favorite book of the year. God, District 14 is so good, though. <laughs> um, and Sandcastle is about a family that goes uh, and some other you know, a, a few different groups of people mm-hmm. that go vacationing on a beach, basically. And time there moves very rapidly, and because of that, people age years. Uh, and well, decades basically in a matter of hours, yep. yeah. and the story moves through multiple generations of these families, and it's 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 interesting because it's a story about these people's relationships, but it's also a terrifying horror yeah, story so at the same yeah. time. Uh, the art is amazing. I think it's probably the best thing I've seen for Frederick Peters, who's yeah, yeah. already one of my favorite artists, and uh, it's a really really good book. It's really good. Uh, but number one, District 14, it made it to the top for a lot of our lists. It um, did. It's great. For sort many of, reasons. Sort of, I don't think I, all of us came in expecting it to be the no, number one book. I didn't. I, I, I thought it was my favorite from the beginning. Oh, I really? I just, yeah. Once we started talking about it, every time we came back to it, I was you like, like, I, oh, like so I love it. Oh, yeah. yeah once so we much. started talking about yeah. it. But I mean, before the podcast. Coming I, into yeah. it, yeah. I thought our top three was going to be... Um, Battling Boy. <laughs> I thought Battling Boy, yeah. Sandcastle, and then I wasn't sure maybe what the third one was. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, somebody, somebody, say what District Fourteen is about. Oh boy, this is an epic. Uh, District Fourteen is basically a huge megalopolis, but maybe like night early turn of the nineteenth twentieth century time, where this immigrant comes from. A no, it's in the future. Is it? It's way in the future. Remember, All because right. never mind. They talk about the fact that um, there's a lot of anthropomorphic characters, and they talk about the, how they evolved from animals to kind of be their own sure own all right race. so you got all that i don't even know what i'm talking about it's the, insane the feel of this is like 19th century like this big kind of yeah, yeah it's definitely kind of like retro steam powered and stuff yeah uh, they have zeppelins and stuff and uh the city full of like uh nick said like you know evolved humanoid animals but there have also been aliens and it's kind of a mishmash of all these different styles and stuff that somehow works there's a superhuman superhero type guy who of course Everyone's got more going on, and it's all like yeah, all these the people's super, past crossing. T- Tiger Man is a superhero, and everybody loves him. But like behind he's, the scenes, he's a real dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think more than any other book that came out this year, there's it, just so much in it. It creates a world yeah. that feels huge, very real, and feels or not real, but it feels um, it it feels like the kind of thing that it's you like can only in. really do in a comic book. Yeah. yeah, like have that level of detail, but also have all that visual stuff. Like it, it, it's something you couldn't even do in an animated movie because there's just like not yeah, you enough have to time. stop and look at all. Yeah, the and there's giant there's so much to see, and it's just like it's a it's a comic book through and through. And there's something and that's that, great that for everybody. I mean, there's like 
the superhero stuff is great. The mob stuff is great, and the main character's journey is 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 very affecting. Um, and once you you know once you get into it, it's like it's pretty intense. And yeah, there's like mysteries. Like people find a key that you don't even forget. You forget about for like 300 pages, and then ah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. It's so yeah, so anyway, that's season one. Best. Season two is also out, and there's a prequel spinoff with the backstory of some of the characters called Fantastic Late Voyage of Lady Rosenbelt. All right, all so amazing. I'm going to go through our top ten list. This is in, in reverse order. So at number ten, we have Pompeii by Frank Santoro. Mm-hmm. Um, at number nine, March Volume One by Representative John Lewis, Andrew Aiden, and Nate Powell. We should we didn't mention the art by Nate Powell in that book. It did. No, we did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at number eight, we have New School by Dash Shaw. Number seven, Barrel of Monkeys by Florent Repair and Jerome Malot. At number six, we have The Property by Rutu Modan. At number five, Hip Hop Family Tree, Volume 1, 1970s through 1981 by Ed Pisker. Number four, The End of the Effing World by Charles Forsman. At number three, Templar by Jordan Meshner, Lee Yuan Pham, and Alex Puvaland. Number two, Sandcastle by Pierre Oscar Levy and Frederick Peters. And at number one, we've got District 14, Season 1 by Pierre Gabou and Rameau Rudiman. So good. We've made it. We've so. done it. We this did it, you guys. It, folks. We did it. We made it through alive. <laughs> Not too many arguments. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Here and there, but. Clocked in at about three hours altogether. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us, hopefully. Uh, and like we said, everything we talked about on this, this whole list, these are the best of 2013. We recommend you check them all out. Yeah, so 2013 in general, like Great I came, year. I came in thinking uh, I wasn't as strong as yeah. 2012, which had a lot of stuff. But uh, once we got <laughs> down to talking about these graphic novels, yeah. there was some really great stuff, I and think that's uh, been a big a, movement for the industry. A great variety of things. Yeah. Uh, like everything was very different for me. No, nothing yeah. was like so like our top three are very different books. <laughs> yeah, people are going to be super confused by our list. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast for the past uh, the year or two yeah, years two and a half now. Years. Yeah, Jeez. and uh, we'll be back. I guess next week with just regular old stuff. Getting regular back to stuff. it. Talking about middle of the road uh, <laughs> dark horse miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys then. Thanks. Bye.